morning. It's good to be with you. This is the Methodist podcast for Ellesmere Port for Sunday the 15th of August. My name is John Yaxley. We hope that this space and place will be a time of meaning and purpose and peace for you as together we uh, consider the theme of wisdom. Let's begin with a prayer. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord God, for this time together. Help us to focus on you, whatever our circumstances, whatever might distract us at this time. Thank you that we can praise you together today, knowing that you are interested and concerned about each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We now have the song or hymn in Christ alone. Thank you. 
have two Bible readings. The first Bible reading is from Psalm 111. I will extol the Lord with all my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Glorious and majestic are his deeds and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works, giving them the land of other nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever, enacted in faithfulness and righteousness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. And then reading from the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, beginning from verse 15. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.
Here's a message on being wise or wisdom. I don't know if you ever had a big decision uh, to make in your lifetime or not. I did at one time, probably around 2003. I faced a decision as to whether pursue a call into a church ministry, which would mean leaving my home county of Norfolk where I'd perhaps lived around 40 years of my life, leaving a secure job to a position not so certain, leaving family, leaving friends. It was a big decision to make. 
but I had this nagging feeling that where I was at that time wasn't the place that God had for me in the future. I took a day out or perhaps a couple of days. I really can't remember now. It's a while ago. I travelled on a train down to Edie Cathedral. We lived perhaps 30 miles from that cathedral. And I spent some time walking around that vast building, the huge stained glass windows and many different things uh, to look at as I walked around. I probably went in the cafe for a drink as well. But the thing I remember most about being in that cathedral was arriving at the lectern, which always had a big Bible uh, open on it. And I found that day, it was the book of Romans, I think in chapter 11. And there was a particular verse there in um, that chapter, verse 29, which told me that God's gifts and calling are irrevocable. That means they cannot be denied. They're always there. And it meant for me, reading that, that the call to ministry was something I should definitely pursue. And so having made that trip, the decision was made. We moved to Keithley, where we led a church, my wife Liz and I, for around 13 years. And it was an incredible experience. The Bible points us to God as the source of wisdom. Here's a verse we haven't heard read this morning. In the book of James, chapter 1, verse 5. If anyone lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. Psalm 111, which I've just read uh, to you today, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. Ephesians 5. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. 219 times the word wisdom is mentioned in the Bible. 219. And 189 times the word wise is included. We could do a lot worse than take this theme or subject seriously. I think 219 plus 189 is around 400. So Psalm 100 
and 11 points us to fearing the Lord God, to being in awe of him. A song I've chosen today, I have the privilege of choosing the songs. I particularly enjoy The Potter's Hand by Darlene Zouche. Here are some words in that song. Take me, mould me, use me, fill me. I give my life to the potter's hand. Call me, guide me, lead me, walk me beside me. I give my life to the potter's hand. It's important for us perhaps especially in our Western society, where we tend to be a bit self-important and a bit individualistic, thinking we can make it through our life on our own, without others, without God. And where we have the belief too that we can do what we want with our life. I need to be reminded, and I suppose some of you listening to will need the reminder. We are created by God. Every breath we breathe, every day we live, is only happening because our Creator allows it and wills it. The life we have began at God's will and really belongs to Him. We are like clay in his hands. Our destiny is wrapped up in knowing him, loving him, serving him and living for him. So fearing the, fearing the Lord God is recognising who we are in relationship to him as our sovereign creator. It's giving God, I think, the rightful place in our lives. Now, of course, I read books and I listen to and talk to other people and I value their opinion. I seek wisdom in that way. But the primary source of wisdom is found in our Lord God. Friends, how are we doing today at asking him for wisdom? What are our prayer lives like? Do we have the right attitude towards God? James 1.5 again. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. In Ephesians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul describes the days as evil. He urges the Ephesus church, the Christians at Ephesus to shun immorality, violence, wrongdoing, all things which are prevalent today. 
Be very careful how you live, he writes, not as unwise, but as wise. Some things he urges people not to do, not to get drunk. One thing he urges people to do is always to give thanks for all things to God, to be imitators of God, to walk in love, ceasing to live life the way they did before they knew Jesus. If you are listening into this podcast today and you don't yet know Jesus as your Saviour in your life, but you know some Christian people or believers, you have a right to expect Christians to live different lifestyles to others. Paul points very strongly to this as a wise way to live. I mentioned earlier today that I once had a big decision to make, a life-changing decision. We will face situations like that. And I point us to asking God to direct us and guide us in those circumstances or situations. There are, of course, everyday things or decisions to make where we do not really have time to pray or consider them. I've heard of Christian believers who will actually pray in the morning before they get dressed, asking God which clothes they should wear. That's absurd. We have been given minds and we should use them. Often decisions are wisdom decisions and we actually know when we really think about it what to do. This is a bigger decision here than uh, what clothes to wear. What job should I do? There's so many choices around these days, aren't there? So many countries, places people can work from home. It's a different world we live in. What job should I do? How about looking at our gifts, our talents, and what we enjoy doing? That can lead us to making a wise decision about a career to take up, I think. It may be we feel stuck in a job because of circumstances and financially we cannot change it and we want to. I think the way of wisdom points us to doing our best where we are just now at the right time God will provide other opportunities for us. He wants the best for us and he has a good plan for our lives. Paul was keen for believers to give thanks for all things to God. That's a good and a wise position to take. As we thank God for everything, we become more grateful. Our eyes are open to the blessings that we have as opposed to blessings that some people do not have. We become more deeply aware of God's love and provision for us. I don't know how it is for you, 
but I get caught up in the expectation of our Western lifestyle, almost feeling entitled somehow to the possessions I have, the food, the clothing, the car and the house. But this all finds its source in God. When we pray the words of the Lord's Prayer, we pray these words. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then we come to these words. Give us this day our daily bread. We should be thankful that we have enough for each day. It's about being thankful. Psalm 111 begins with these words in verse 1. Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart. Some years ago, Liz and I were both involved with a mainly uh, Caribbean black church in Birmingham. And people would be called up to give testimonies. Their testimonies always began with these words. I'm saying praise the Lord. And then they would repeat it. And I'm saying praise the Lord again. And they were really thankful for what they had. We have so much, my friends, to thank God for. And it's wise to do so. So there's two points that I've been making in this message. Firstly, about seeking after wisdom and seeking, first of all, God. And the second point is simply to be thankful. We all face decisions in life. They, they can feel a bit overwhelming, can't they? As Christian people, we should not fear the outcome of our decision. We should commit them prayerfully to God, thankfully to God, knowing he cares about us and wants the very best for us. And he will guide us. He will lead us. And if we do not yet call ourselves Christian, I believe God is at work in our lives too, putting good people in our lives and paths, often blessing us with good things and always drawing us close to himself. Let me read to you James 1 verse 5 again. If anyone of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So now we come to a time of prayer. Firstly, some prayers of confession. Let's pray. 
Lord God, forgive us for forgetting you are the source of life and creator of everything. We often look anywhere but to you to guide us in our decisions and we take all you provide us with so often for granted. We ask your forgiveness that we get so much wrong and are often far too self-centred that we think we can make it through life without you. We ask your forgiveness now as we come to you in humility. Thank you that you forgive, heal and restore. Amen. And now some prayers for other. Lord God, we pray for those who lead through the time of coronavirus. Give them wisdom and courage as they tread what is a difficult path and journey. We think of those in the NHS and other healthcare organisations where we understand morale is low and resources are poor. Guide those in healthcare making decisions, we pray. Lord God, we pray for people in education and those in management positions in communities, churches and so on with all the challenges that they are facing. Especially we pray for the Methodist Church this morning as leaders face many challenges and difficult major decisions. We pray that you give them clarity and wisdom in the way ahead. Help our families, our friends and our communities to know your peace and your presence with them. And in all things, help us to be thankful, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. We now have the song, Lord of all hopefulness, Lord of all joy. Oh 
arms to embrace. Be there at our homing and give us, we pray, your love in our hearts, Lord, at the eve of the day. Lord of all gentleness, Lord of all calm, whose voice is contentment, whose presence is balm, be there at our sleeping and give us, we pray, your peace in our hearts, Lord, at the end of the day. So friends, I hope this time has been helpful to you. It's been good to be with you today. Let's close with a prayer and our blessing, really. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand.